Hello everyone, my name is Bitupan. Welcome to the show. If you are an aspiring author or a writer, then today I have a special guest for you. I am with Mr. Aruni Kashyap. He is an author, writer and a translator. Hello Mr. Aruni, how are you? Hi Bitupan, thank you for inviting me to your podcast. Thank you, thank you. I'm so honored and so glad to have a conversation with you. <clears throat> well, uh, for viewers, uh, we'll be talking about Mr. Aruni's journey, his works and his writings. And also he will give tips and ideas to new authors and writers about what are the challenges and how to start and all. So there'll be a lot of things that we'll be covering in this conversation. <clears throat> so before starting, in case if you are not aware about Mr. Aruni's work and his writings, then let me give an introduction to you. All right. So <clears throat> Mr. Aruni is the author of three books. His book is His Father's Disease and Other Stories. That is one book. And the other one is a novel, which is The House with a Thousand Stories. And he's also the author of an no Assamese novel, which is an Assamese language, which is called Noikon Etia Duroid. <clears throat> he's also done translation of a book, which is the bronze sword of Tenkatri Tehsildar. Uh, this book was the last work of fiction by celebrated writer Indira Goswami. Uh, he won Charles Wallace India Trust Scholarship of Creative Writing to the University of Edinburgh. Uh, his poetry collection, uh, that is, There is No Good Time for Bad News. Uh, it was a finalist for Marsh Hawk Press Poetry Prize and Four Way Books Levi's Award. Uh, his short stories, poems, and essays have appeared in the Oxford Anthology of Writings from Northeast, the New York Times, the Kenyon Review, the Hindu, and many, many others. CNN News 18 told him to be one of the most original and honest voices from the contemporary India. The Deccan Chronicle said that he is one of the brightest literary sparks from the Northeast India. Also, he is an assistant professor of creative writing at the University of Georgia. So many accomplishments to talk about, Mr. Aruni. Uh, this conversation will be amazing. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, thank you so much for your uh, generous uh, introduction, Bitupan. All right. So let's start with uh, the very first thing that I want to know is how did you get started? I mean, uh, how did you get interest in, in writing? Uh, was there anybody in your family who was a writer? How did you start it? Can you brief me about that? Yeah, um, actually writers uh, are writers because they like to write and that is why they start writing. Um, okay. So I do feel that there has to be some kind of inner urge because it is honestly uh, um, a very uh, sort of somewhat thankless job because uh, people can write for their, for their whole life but can sometimes never really get published, isn't it? That is one of the things. Um, but I have to say that I had a couple of, um, you know, uh, factors that worked on my favor. My mother mm -hmm. and father, they both are writers. My mother was a novelist. Uh, and oh. uh, yes, and she was also a professor of Cotton College. That means that books mm -hmm. were very fundamental in our lives. She was a professor of literature. My father is uh, still alive and he's around and he is... Um, you know, he's also a writer, written many books. I have lost count, actually. Um, um, and he writes for Hadin regularly, which is a very big weekly in Assam. Uh, he also mm -hmm. writes for Amara Home and many other newspapers. And he uh, continually uh, publishes uh, articles, nonfiction, about the history of Assam, about the culture of Assam. He mostly writes nonfiction. So, he's, uh, okay. so because of these two 
people's presence in my life maybe i thought that writing is an amazing thing to do and and mm-hmm. and i decided to sort of emulate them but also um over the years i realized that this is all i wanted to do uh, and this is mm-hmm. what i am very very happy when i do it so that is why um uh i have continued to do it and i have sort of married my profession and my passion and uh, nice. at which this uh, you know this reached this stage of where i teach creative writing for a living so um i i'm very indebted to my parents uh, for um giving me the kind of background that probably mm-hmm. enabled me definitely enabled me to become mm-hmm. the writer i am today um but at the same time i i also love writing that is why i am a writer so i think it's both a result of inner urge as well as um you know inspiration that i have seen um um you know, you know uh, inspiration that i have received from mm-hmm. my uh, mm-hmm. parents and 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 my friends and family so that's how i became a writer i guess nice nice very nice so by the way for viewers actually me and aruni have a common language which is uh, assamese so we both belong to the same place but we will not be doing the conversation in assamese because this will go to a global audience right. and the same so, we are we are both from guwahati right yeah from yeah. the same city actually yes <laughs> and we didn't notice before until i met him through online and uh, all right so great that was a story and uh, so uh, now tell me uh, there are a lot of uh, viewers who are actually aspiring authors or writers how do someone get started i mean is there any basic skills that is required to start writing um yes um i that's a great question actually uh, you know there is um no other way to become a writer apart from reading very widely and and if anybody mm-hmm. is telling you something else that you can become a writer without having a regular uh intensive uh passionate reading habit they are doing you a huge disservice so i think most not i think i know that most good writers are very very deeply passionate readers at first uh and i'm going to just give you with an example for example um if you don't listen to music you cannot really become a singer isn't it because music you learn by listening to it in the same way you cannot really write books if you don't read so one has to mm-hmm. read very widely write regularly to become a writer mm-hmm. if you want to become a professional writer if you want to mm-hmm. uh, publish um and uh, use this you know as a profession you have to write every day which means that uh uh on 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 certain days you'll be writing really badly but you'll have to live with that and on certain days you'll be writing very well and on certain days what you'll be doing is also bring out the badly written portion and refine it and revise it and rewrite it mm-hmm. uh, so to become a writer one really has to read very widely absolutely widely okay. it, it is fundamental to becoming a writer and along with it there has to be a regular practice of the craft of writing which is to find a spot during the day on a daily basis and just write uh and 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 not everything we write ends up becoming published but everything we write helps us becoming better writers okay so tell me about your books i mean uh, just brief about all your books so what is it all about well you know i have a variety of books uh, so which one do you want to know about maybe which was the first book 
My first book, yeah, absolutely. My first book mm-hmm. is called The House with a Thousand Stories. It's right next to me. Okay. I can show the cover. So Penguin has oh. released it, uh, this book uh, recently in a new cover. It's called The House nice. with a Thousand Stories. As you can see, there's beautiful Krishnachura pictures uh, on the cover, Krishnachura right. full. And uh, mm-hmm. the book is actually set in Guwahati and, and also a region called Mayong. I'm sure you know about Mayong. Mayong is known, oh, yes, yes. known for mm. uh, sorcerers, magicians. Nah. They practice right. chants. Uh, my grandmother mm-hmm. actually is from Mayong and we have a lot of relatives in Mayong. So I'm in some ways a Mayongian. So I'm mm-hmm. from uh, in some ways in Mayong, from Mayong. So <coughs> I have spent mm-hmm. some of the best time of my life actually in Mayong during my childhood. So I really wanted to write about Mayong. But I was sort of also um, you know, disappointed by the fact that people always uh, describe Mayong as this magical place of black magic and all of that. Right, right. You know, Mayong for me is an ordinary village of uh, relatives who live there where I have to go, to go there to have fun. Um, mm-hmm. In the late 1990s, there was also something happening in Assam. The insurgency was very, very, very prominent. Uh, there were lots of fights between insurgents and the, and, the, and the security forces in the villages. And this book actually is written uh, with this backdrop, but it's a love story. Mm-hmm. It's a love story between okay. uh, Pablo and uh, mm-hmm. uh, Pablo and uh, a girl uh, from the village. And also okay. there are two other parallel love stories happening. So I would say there are three parallel love stories happening in the mm-hmm. House of a Thousand Stories. It is of course about a very traditional Assamese family in a village. Uh, Pablo's okay. father lives in the city. And so there is a lot of mm-hmm. Gohanti also in the city. There is Assamban, mm-hmm. what it meant, means to sort of live under lockdown, you know, under Assamban. A lot of my friends are saying, mm-hmm. hey, you know, this is not, this lockdown that is going on due to coronavirus is not new. Because in the 90s, mm-hmm. and even now sometimes we have lived under long Assamban, sometimes 72 hour long Assamban. Also a lot of Assambans during August. So this novel is set actually during the, uh, secret killings of Assam, which was a very sort of dark phase in the political history of Assam, in the in the dem- right. in, in India's democratic history, it was a um, mm-hmm. dark phase. And during this time, people were living under fear. And I wanted to capture mm-hmm. that fear through the through the mm-hmm. lens of a love story, through the lens of a young seventeen-year-old narrator who goes to the village, who mm-hmm. has no idea about the violence and the insurgency. You know, because he has grown up privileged and protected in in the middle class, uh, in a middle class mm-hmm. upper middle class family in Guwahati. So he goes to the village, Mm -hmm. uh, he falls in love, he also learns that his state is going through a very sort of dark, violent phase because of the Mm -hmm. insurgency problem. And how he sort of negotiates Mm -hmm. all of these experiences is the first, my first book about the House of the Thousand Stories. I'm happy to say that um, uh, Amrit Upadhyay, who uh, who is a mm-hmm. publisher who who has a publishing house in in Assam, mm-hmm. is putting out the book right now uh, in Assam mm-hmm. as well. It is translated by Kamun Fukon. So maybe once the lockdown is lifted, the book will be published. All right. So since previously mentioned that you know to be a good writer, first you have to read. So who is your what what are your choices of books and who is your favorite author? By the way. Oh, absolutely. That's uh, what a lovely question. And I loved, I can actually talk for an hour about my favorite authors. I think the biography of, uh, I think the biography of every writer could be just written Mm -hmm. uh, uh, by um, mentioning and talking about their favorite writers. So, well, I would say that I grew up reading Mamuni Roysam Gosami, Indira Gosami. She's widely known as Indira Gosami outside Assam. But in Assam, she was known as Mamuni Roysam Gosami. 
wonderful writer mm. uh, she's one of my favorite writers i also met her as a mentor in delhi university when i was studying in delhi university i used to regularly visit her and she used to be my neighbor actually uh, so i used to just walk from the hostel in 5 minutes i used to reach her house in chatramal mm. in the delhi university campus shaded by neem mm-hmm. trees uh, and red brick buildings um so she was uh, an amazing writer and she has left a deep impact on me her life and her work has been a, a source of great inspiration from me but also it was during this time i started reading another writer called amitabh ghosh i never discovered amitabh. him before i was a first year undergraduate student when i first discovered his book the shadow lines which was in my course and i started reading his other writers and other writing mm-hmm. and and uh, again he's a he's a he's an amazing writer i think one of the most important living writers right now uh, you know mm-hmm. and he's talking about issues that should be cons- of concern for everybody such as the future of mm-hmm. our planet such as climate change which will affect everybody but he also he also but i my his most uh famous work is the sea of poppies the trilogy the shadow lines uh, along with amitabh ghosh at the same time i also started reading another writer who is an american writer called tony morrison uh, whose work has sort of sort of helped me you know figure out my own voice uh, and and has told me what is important for me because tony morrison's characters are rural you know or small or for small towns and they're not mm. as privileged as most of the characters that i see in indian english fiction where people can just go to mm-hmm. you know los angeles or new york at a drop of a hat goes to london uh, those are not the kind of characters and family i grew up with i come from a middle class family for whom going to delhi needed planning you know uh, let alone london so uh, even to come to delhi um, uh we had to sort of uh, you know plan it ahead so that it doesn't dent our monthly budget so i come from middle class family like that and tony morrison's mm-hmm. characters tony <clears throat> morrison's characters in rural america in small town america are the kind of characters and i that i am familiar with and of course tony morrison okay. is an amazing writer who actually uh, is very political but at the same time is also um an amazing storyteller one of the finest storytellers of the world so these writers have left a profound impact on me but i also love mm-hmm. gabriel garcia marquez um they i also love uh, the works of i love god of small things which is arunthi roy's first novel uh, i absolutely mm-hmm. love william faulkner one of the other writers who i deeply admire is south african writer nadine gortimer and who is no more but i grew up also reading her work as an undergraduate student and a postgraduate student these works mm-hmm. have left a sort of profound impact uh, in my life and uh, and i and i count them as my most favorite writers okay great so since you have published three books so can you talk about publishing i mean uh, uh, what are the difficulties somebody face while finding publishers or did you personally find any difficulty in getting a publishers um yes and no in the sense that um uh, when i uh, wrote my first novel um i i sent a manuscript uh, you know uh, i emailed the manuscript to a british literary agent mm-hmm. and uh, nobody was there to actually advise me i wish wish someone was there to advise me but um, i just thought uh, this agent sounds cool and i sent it to him and you know by some kind of luck he accepted uh, my book and he uh, sent it to penguin and penguin uh, uh gave me a contract and that's how my first book came out and uh, i i still have a literary agent who uh who lives in delhi um uh, and mm-hmm. 
uh, they help me finding the publishers, uh, negotiate the advance, uh, negotiate other things and terms and conditions that are in the contract. So that is one way of going going to publish. But I also publish in Assamese. So in publishing in Assamese meant that um, I had to actually approach publishers, you know, and uh, the first publisher I approached for my Assamese novel uh, rejected my novel. Uh, and uh, then I went to a second publisher and they were happy to publish me. So you go down that route, you know. Um, uh, mm-hmm. But but in but you know um, the regional literary publishing and the English literary publishing are very different. So, and in India, the publishing industry exi- uh, I think there are many planes in which uh, the publishing industry. There are many many local presses where it is a sort of you know where you can publish there. The smaller publishers, independent publishers, where you can just directly email them to publish a book. Um, but for the large corporate publishers, you probably need an agent or you need some kind of, you know, a reputation. So if you have been publishing mm-hmm. in magazines, in, in literary magazines, or, or if, so, if you won an award, like a competition, literary competition, mm-hmm. um, then I think it is easier for people to get a publisher because then you already have a body of work that has received some kind of uh, support and acclaim. Uh, then the publishers uh, are sort of, they, 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 they tend to invest on you more if you have a body of work that has received mm-hmm. some kind of um, you know reputation so there are different ways you can go the traditional route of looking for an agent some people just directly approach publishers on the basis of work that have they have published in magazine some people write to write to independent publishers small publishers directly and deal with them directly uh, i i think okay. the i think it's the same way uh, how also the regional literary press works uh, mm-hmm. i know that um, most of the prestigious presses in assam uh, um, mm-hmm. they approach you once you start writing for major magazines once your stories or essays have received some kind of uh, acclaim applause or support or re- readership Sometimes people write a novel, and they, they, you know, or most of the publishers are in in a, in a place called Panbajar in Guwahati. They just go there mm-hmm. and say, you know, would you like to accept my book for, and consider it for publishing? Okay. And then they go to door to door, and they and they find a publisher. Um, they, that's that's one way of doing it. Um, I don't know much about self publishing because I've never done it. Um, but people do self publish as well, and um, by which by mean which means that they actually probably. Um, uh, take it to a printer and 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 publish it, you know, uh, and 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 take up the responsibility of distribution, uh, either with the help of somebody else or or on their own. So yes, there are different ways of publishing actually. Yes, so self, but I don't, I can't throw a lot of light on self-publishing. Because I <laughs> so I was actually about to ask you about self-publishing. Oh really? Okay. Uh, uh, that's okay. No problem because there are a lot of sites now like Amazon, Kindle, and all where the person can publish by themselves. They don't have to. It's so difficult to find a publisher, right? So, uh, I mean, this online has made life so easier for writers and authors. But anyways, uh, let's forget that question. So, uh, talk to me about uh, making money as an author. I mean, how much can an uh, author make in a year? Or is that a valid question? Even asking that, how much can an author make? Uh, are they, I'm sure that there are a lot of factors involved in that. And also a follow-up question is, can somebody earn a living just by writing? Yeah, um, I just want to probably tie it up with the self-publishing question because you're already anyway about to ask me. Um, I think self-publishing um, works also in different economies. It works differently. For example, there are many writers 
here in the US who actually self publish okay. um through mm-hmm. most of the pro, uh, you know platforms that you just mentioned um mm-hmm. and because but a lot of them write um uh, write commercial fiction you know they either write romance they write fantasy they write erotica mm-hmm. they write um you know adventure stories um anything mm-hmm. so i think uh, there's a big readership for commercial fiction uh, and 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 you know people like a lot of writers uh, who became international best sellers of commercial fiction mm-hmm. such as the twilight mm-hmm. series if i'm not wrong it was actually initially self published probably or maybe i'm wrong but many other like for example another sure. writer uh, cassandra clare she was publishing in the in a, in a fan fiction website <laughs> excuse me mm-hmm. in a fan mm-hmm. fiction website so um, uh, then eventually people found her and she became popular and i think other writers picked up uh, our publishers picked up her books so um, you know self publishing is definitely a way of uh, reaching an audience and sometimes even gaining money but at the same time you know the problem in india is that uh, we have to ask uh, ask is the ebook you know does the ebook actually has uh, does it ha- has it has it reached that wide audience that's the main question so here people read on e-readers all the time people read self published books all the time you know people just buy it on the, the online they buy the hard copy or the soft copy and they read it um but in india you know the english english language readership is um, still probably 10% or 8% of the entire population um and i don't and so i don't really know if if the if the questions that we or the observations that you make about self publishing in a developed economy and the observations that you make about self publishing in a uh, you know in a, in a in a underdeveloped economy or developing economy are going to be same because people have spending power people have also very very wide readership of english language books that is why self publishing um works but again in the commercial space it works much better um i do think authors can uh, uh, earn a living but i think it is easier for writers who write uh, in the in the multiple popular genres as i say commercial publishing fantasy um uh, adventure stories mystery romance erotica mm-hmm. um all of these different kinds of genres you know uh, these are the ones that actually it is easier for people to uh, but if you're thinking about serious uh, you know literary fiction um and literary fiction is a kind of fiction that actually um probably will not have, you know like sell very widely but you are writing with the vision that this is going to change the conversation about about some things in the society you know it is going to be thought provoking because it's a, it, it has a social certain kind of social responsibility with literary fiction so you know um, commercial success is, is is not the key element key goal of literary fiction of course everybody wants to be commercially successful but when you are a literary fiction writer you are aware that you know uh, it is a byproduct the fame and the commercial success you writing this book because um it's because you want to comment on certain aspects of the society and you want to present your vision and that vision may be palatable maybe popular or maybe not but uh, or maybe popular or loved among a very select group of people who will understand and value your work uh, on the other hand in the commercial fiction genre there are certain kind of uh, rules and regulations for example your stories has to be plot driven your stories has to be has to be easy to read you cannot challenge your reader in terms of stylistic and artistic um, you know uh, experiments that you see in 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 a writer like say faulkner or you know uh, who who writes from multiple perspectives who writes from mm. uh, you know who who writes is challenging uh, kind of novels that are um, that that may not be uh, 
you know selling in millions of copies you know so you you have to mm-hmm. think about that actually uh what who exactly is your audience what exactly is the kind of work you want to you want mm-hmm. to write but yes you know stephen king uh jk rowling um um george r martin uh, they probably earn like 100 million 10 million uh, royalties every year you know uh, mm-hmm. and and there are many many other writers uh, uh in the in the in the in the developed economies who write commercial fiction and you know they they are one of the wealthiest people in their in their, in their nation right. so it is possible absolutely it is possible uh but again you know but but the, it's different b- between different economies because you know um a country which has a lot of spending power will be spending um uh 200 to 300 rupees uh every month to buy a book or buy 10 books every month you know so it all depends on which country you are in and what kind of economy true. you inhabit very true right so do you have any upcoming books now uh not right now i'm right i'm working on multiple books my just you know okay. just came out in 2019 so um mm. so absolutely i hope i'm writing on some, i'm writing some other books but i also want to take a break because uh, 2019 was very busy i wrote his father's disease uh, edited his mm-hmm. father's disease published it i was also editing mm-hmm. oikonetia duroid which is my assamese novel again i was proofing it um editing it and published that one as well then in january i was working um december and january i was busy with the promotion of another book called how to tell the story of an insurgency um Okay. It's, not, it's published by Harper Collins, um, you know Harper Collins Publishers, and uh, this is an anthology of fifteen uh, short stories that are all written by various writers from Assam. I just I just curated the stories and edited it uh, because I wanted to provide a glimpse of um, you know what it means to live under men to live under Assam uh, in the middle of violence. You know how people have coped with it, how people have been affected by it, uh, because then the media doesn't really sort of cover a lot of these issues. So I thought that stories can go along. way in generating conversation about this so yes so i've been having a very busy year so um but i have a poetry collection that is uh forthcoming in 2021 it's called there is no good time for bad news it is published by an american press uh um uh, called right. future cycle press uh so and also um also the british edition of his father's disease uh, is due for publication uh I don't know exactly which date um but that I have been uh, a British publisher has accepted the it for publications which means it will come out in a near future in the UK. Okay great great. All right so um, writing done editing publishing done. Now let's talk about marketing the books. I mean how do you reach to the readers? Uh can you talk uh, talk about that? um you know um i think um social media helps a lot but i'm not really involved deeply with the marketing process uh, i do what the publicist asks me to do uh, i have been fortunate to work with um several uh, you know both my original uh, works of fiction have been published by uh, uh corporate large publishers or publishers who have a dedicated publicity team so as a result uh, i have been for the following their queue they they have a they send out books for reviews to magazines they follow up with them they do social media stories um and and sort of publicize it on social media so i have been sort of um um fortunate to have that um mm-hmm. i'm not i'm not really involved with the marketing side of things as actively as um uh 
some I think as actively as probably as people would imagine. Yeah, I'm on social media, and they can sort of they follow the people follow um, my handle or my publisher's handle. They get to know. Uh, Publish, uh, publicity also means that you have to organize uh, the, the the publisher organizes book talks or book launches, book events, mm-hmm. online events like this you are doing. This is also part of marketing and publicity, you know. So mm-hmm. whenever somebody invites me, I love to go and do that. Not just to sell my book because I really like meeting new readers. For me, for me, meeting new readers is more important than anything else because you know. Um, I'm aware of the kind of work I'm doing. Uh, it it is it is it is, uh, it is it tries to you know begin new conversations, and I'm I'm more interested in that you know, uh, and and that's why I, uh, uh, I I go for all events or book readings and so on. Mm-hmm. Okay, so great. So before we conclude, any um, any piece of wisdom to the upcoming authors and writers? Well. Um, I think, uh, as I said in the beginning of this conversation, uh, if anyone wants to become a writer, they really have to read. Absolutely. They have to read very widely, indiscriminately. They have to be completely omnivorous when it comes to reading. There's no other way. There's absolutely no other way. Uh, If you want to become a good writer, if you want to become a successful writer, uh, you have to to read. Uh, If you want to have a good readership, you have to read so that you know by reading all all other writers very closely you can derive inspiration from them you can learn their techniques and use them in your own fiction that's how it is so that's my advice please read indiscriminately read anything everything uh, and then eventually um, we will find you will find what you really want to write in what style you want to write what genre you want to write but reading in an omnivorous fashion is very important okay all right, so let people know where they can find you online and where they can find your books and your other work. Can you tell about that? Yes, absolutely. Um, uh, pe- my readers, if they're interested, they can follow me on Instagram, uh, um, mm-hmm. Facebook, as well as uh, Twitter. I have a Facebook page uh, that okay. is uh, maintained by a friend. Uh, and I also have a Twitter handle that I maintain, of course. I don't like to mm-hmm. do a lot of Facebook because it is very distracting. That's why I request my friend. And I go there very occasionally just to sort of see something on my page. Uh, but I love being on Instagram and I love being on Twitter. Um, and uh, they can find me there, definitely. My handle is Arunikashyap for all of these. All right. So, fine, Mr. Aruni, it was great talking to you. I think the viewers have got a lot of wisdom from you, a lot of knowledge from you. And uh, I hope uh, I'll get to talk to you again uh, yes. soon. <laughs> All right. So, anyways, thanks for your time. Nice Thank talking you to so you. Much. Thank you so much, Bitupan. Lovely to talk to you. And I hope, uh, as you said, you know, somebody would find something useful from this conversation. And uh, I heard that, uh, you know, the lockdown has been extended. Is that right? But I hope everybody stays safe if it is extended. Even if it is not extended, I hope everybody takes care of yourself. Wash your hands, you know, stay home and take care, take care of your health. You know, that we, 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 will, we will make it through this crisis. All right. Thank you. Take care, Dan. Thank you. Thank you. All right.